Welcome to It Starts With A Click. I'm Olivia Bossett, fashion photographer and educator, and this is a podcast for fashion photographers looking to build their business on their own terms. Hello, how are you? I am really excited to be back with another episode of It Starts With A Click. Before we jump into today's interview with Megan Brugelman, I wanted to quickly mention my free course all about pitching to brands you dream of shooting for. I have created this course, it's basically a free email course that you sign up for on my website, which is www.oliviabossert.com. And you get five emails sent to your inbox, which basically walks you through step by step exactly how I pitch myself to brands. And I teach you how to do the very same thing. Um, It's everything I know, it's a lot of detail and I've heard it's been very helpful to people so far. I've had over 300 people sign up so far. Um, so it's it's really, really good. I'm really excited about it. And I encourage you to go and sign up as well if you are interested in working with more fashion brands that you dream of working with. Today's interview with Megal, Megal? Megan Brugelman is one of my favorites. If you don't already know, Megan and I are best friends. Uh, We started Atlas Magazine together in 2012 and Megan is now the editor-in-chief of Atlas and as well as that she is also the marketing coordinator at Issue which is where um, online magazines can be hosted. Atlas is one of the magazines hosted on Issue Um, so that's quite a cool job that she has now uh, working for them and she's also a photographer and an amazing photographer at that. We have a really good chat in this episode all about getting published in magazines as a fashion photographer. We talk about what factors come into play when an editor is choosing the images that are going to go into a magazine. We talk about mistakes that photographers make when submitting to magazines. And we also talk about why you should bother submitting to magazines at all. I hope this interview is really helpful to you and I look forward to hearing what you think. I'm going to stop there and jump right in. I will see you on the other side. Um, Well, my name is Megan Brockelman. I am a photographer and blogger and social media manager and I am the co-founder and current editor-in-chief of Atlas Magazine, which is a digital magazine online. And... um, I'm born and raised in Canada, and I currently live in Brooklyn, New York. Amazing. And how did you get into fashion photography? Well, I started shooting fashion photography in my early teens, or at least kind of what I thought was fashion photography. (laughs) So I was shooting a lot of images of my friends, like who I thought were really pretty, and I thought these were fashion images, but they ended up leading to some actual fashion work doing lookbooks and things like that and then I started college for photography and you and I um, created Atlas magazine which really just threw me right into the realm of fashion photography and I don't really shoot fashion that much these days but I've worked in a lot of fashion production and at fashion magazines and at agencies. Mm-hmm. That's amazing so I feel like we need to have conversation about atlas because people ask me about it all the time i'm sure you get asked about it all the time so i'm gonna let you tell the story of how we started and like why we started it and a sort of a brief history and i'll jump in here and there does that sound good sure okay Um, go for it 
So Atlas was something where I was a teenager and I couldn't get an internship and I wanted run really badly, but you know, at a certain point you're, you're not experienced enough to get job experience, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I met you, Olivia, through a <laughs> Facebook group for young photographers and, um, I kind of messaged you out of the blue and we decided to start a fashion magazine and it kind of just grew from there. And I think we both kind of went into it with the goal of giving up and coming artists a platform, Mm -hmm. which has definitely been achieved with Atlas. Um, The magazine today has about 60 K followers on Instagram, hundreds of thousands of digital reads and just a really dedicated audience and you, Olivia, you spearheaded a print initiative with the magazine that lasted mm-hmm. for two years. And now I guess I'm running the blog in the digital magazine by myself, which is an exciting challenge. <laughs> I know. And I feel like I should give some context here because so we started the magazine. Is it six years ago? Almost seven, actually. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting old, but so I was at university, you were also at university, and we started this magazine, and if you go back and look at some of the first issues, you can really see what we started from, (laughs) Um, and I have a lot of love for those first issues, because they are sweet and lovely and cute, but we've come a long way, Um, and then I finished university, and I just had this obsession with print magazines, Um, so decided that I was going to do everything in my power to get Atlas printed and we did it. We, we did a Kickstarter campaign and I got some funding locally and it was printed for two years. Um, and after about two years, honestly, the money just ran out. Like printing magazines is so expensive and such hard work. And I was 21 at the time and I just did not expect the amount of work it was going to entail to make it profitable and all that sort of stuff so we went back to being digital only was I can't even remember the dates anymore I think it would have been 2016 yeah yeah and then um I ran it for another maybe like nine months or so after it stopped printing And then um, I was kind of burnt out and exhausted. So I was like, Megan, can you come and do it? (laughs) So (laughs) you very kindly stepped in and took over for me so that I could go back to photography and focus on my fashion photography work. And yeah, you kind of kept it alive because there was a moment there, there was a hot minute there where Atlas almost died. (laughs) That's true. I mean, I think it worked out pretty well yeah though and you definitely you definitely took over when I needed a break because I was you know drowning in work um working at an agency and you know we kind of kept it afloat so Mm -hmm. I'm really glad it's still alive today me too and I'm so glad that you are loving it just as much as I lived it when I was doing it because it is a lot of work guys I am gonna tell you that running a magazine print or digital is a heck of a lot of work needless to say that you do the whole thing like you have do you have one person helping you now don't you 
Um, I did. I don't anymore. It's just me. Just me. Okay, so guys, when you look at all these online magazines that you submit your work to, and you think that there's like a whole massive team behind them, because I know that when I got emails when I was running the magazine, it felt like people thought there was a massive amount of people behind it. Just remember, it's just one person most of the time. Yeah, or it's a couple of people. Yeah. I... I get a lot of like emails with resumes saying they want an internship or a job. And I'm like, I wish I could give that to you. Trust yeah. me. I know I got them too. <laughs> yeah. So let's jump into the topic of like advice and stuff, because we obviously have a lot of experience in the whole realm of magazines, which I think has helped me out a lot as a photographer and getting my own work published and you as well. But what advice do you have for photographers who want to get their work published? Well, I would say just keep shooting, keep collaborating, keep submitting. Um, do your research, know who you're submitting to, what their aesthetic is and what their guidelines are, because that's obviously the most important part. Um, definitely always know the guidelines. Mm -hmm. uh, you wouldn't believe how many emails get passed on because they're careless enough to put the wrong name or just ignore what the entire magazine's brand is. Yeah, or like bcc every single other magazine they're submitting to or they don't go. or they don't even bcc they they just cc it oh god that's so bad yes <laughs> but like it's little things like whenever i when i was running it I, the amount of emails we get like we get hundreds of emails a day sometimes of images and the amount of times it would just be like sometimes the worst ones were even no text at all just a pdf in an email and I was like well what what's the context there's no even hello or thank you there's nothing that used to drive me insane yeah there are humans behind behind these email addresses <laughs> and I will say an important part as well for a lot of these independent magazines is that there are themes that they're sticking to for mm -hmm. their upcoming issues so definitely pay attention to those before you start planning your shoot mm -hmm. definitely and what sort of like imagery are you looking for most of the time like what's the quality you're looking for tips for people shooting like maybe they've got a shoot coming up in the next week what sort of things do they need to be thinking about when they're shooting for magazines well for atlas in particular it's very like light and very airy um they're very ethereal and very feminine images and i think that's really displayed across the board but there are some other magazines like there's feroce which is another independent online magazine and that's a lot darker they have a lot of avant-garde or volition magazine also has that kind of thing it really depends on what you're submitting to lucy's magazine is a lot more beauty focused they have a lot of color so you really have to take the time and tailor your editorial to to what you're shooting for instead of just shooting something and saying okay i'm gonna send this across the board mm -hmm. so Definitely pay attention to, you know, your lighting, your styling, who you've cast as a model. Make sure you're synced up with your stylist and your makeup artist and your hairstylist and and anyone else on the crew so everyone is on the same page. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I think is really important to mention is that most magazines like Atlas and like Lucy's and all the other ones you mentioned, they're going to want exclusivity. Um, so it's really important to like 
not share the images all over your Instagram and then submit them to magazines afterwards or even submit them to multiple magazines at once and then have them accepted by multiple magazines only for everyone to then get upset because they find out that the images have been featured in multiple different places all at once. This is also a really important note. Make sure that the model agency knows that exclusivity is required Mm -hmm. because a lot of the time the model agency won't know that and they'll put the images in the book and then the model will put them on their Instagram and it can snowball from there. Yeah, it gets really messy very quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, What sort of things determine whether a photographer gets published or doesn't get published? We mentioned a few things, but like from the visual point of view. From a visual point of view, I would say, you know, having a consistent, consistent lighting style and high quality imagery. And um, I also think getting published has a lot to do with the photographer themselves and kind of what they're willing to experiment with and go through Mm -hmm. and the rejections, the amount of time and energy and that perseverance to get the best possible product, not just for the magazine, but for their own portfolio work. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the amount of time and care you're putting into a shoot is for you and not the magazine at the end of the day because it's a portfolio building exercise and a credibility building exercise. So it's not just about the, it's not about the aesthetics only. It's also about the time and effort and perseverance. Yeah, definitely. And like, what do you think about models? Because I know that some magazines say that they only accept agency sign models. Some say that that's whatever is fine. Like what's your take on that? I am pretty flexible with Atlas in terms of who they're casting sometimes there are unsigned models who are just great and mm-hmm. I mean modeling modeling agencies oftentimes they're getting a little more flexible these days but oftentimes in the past there's been a lot of like height restrictions or mm-hmm. size restrictions and sometimes there are independent models who do fit the bill it's just that maybe they're five seven instead of five nine mm-hmm. so I don't I don't think that it's completely necessary to use an agency model. But that being said, it's not like you're going to pull your best friend because they're available, you know? Yeah, definitely. No, I completely agree. I think that you can, I've worked with some amazing girls who are not signed, who just do it on the, for fun once in a while. And I've also worked with agency models. And I think a lot of it comes down to a girl's confidence, um, a girl's experience Uh, or guys experience sorry I I work with mainly girls so that's why I think about girls um but also how the photographer works with that person and it can make make or break a shoot really and you know agency model or not if the photographer isn't going to communicate well with the model then they're going to have problems well that's why I think castings in person are also very important if you're really like going for it with an editorial shoot because Mm -hmm. You want to you wanna take a couple of digitals, but you also want to meet the model and, and feel out their vibe and feel out your vibe with each other. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Why should photographers even bother submitting to magazines at all? Because I think that's a big conversation that I've seen online in the last couple of months is that some photographers are sort of lashing out and saying that there's no point in submitting to online magazines, that it's a waste of time. Um, obviously we don't agree with that because we started the magazine (laughs) and we do it ourselves but why do you think it's worthwhile for photographers to submit 
I see you've been reading the comments section on certain photography websites. <laughs> um, I would say um, you should be submitting to magazines if you are an up-and-coming fashion photographer specifically or even a wedding photographer because there's a whole wedding magazine market. Um, but I would say it's important to submit because you're building your portfolio with better and better work. You're getting to work with people who are professionals. You're not just working with, you know, your college crew or, or if you're not in school for photography, you're not just working with, you know, your friends who's really, who's really good at makeup. So getting production experience and building teams um, and learning to communicate effectively on set is all a really big part of, of the submission process. Mm -hmm. And you're, you're building relationships with team members that you can keep these connections with um, for commercial work down the line, because you never know what their next gig is going to be either. Mm -hmm. And not just that, but you're building credibility in your book mm -hmm. by gaining tear sheets and you're getting your name out there to the magazine's audience, wherever that is. And it's a brand building method. There's tons of valid reasons for up and coming photographers to want to submit. And also, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of energy and sometimes money that gets put into editorial shoots. But at the end of the day, that comes back to you. Yeah, well, uh, I find that, and you know, the reason we shoot personal editorial work is so that we can book the commercial work that we want. So it's kind of an added bonus. Like you should be shooting personal work anyway. Why not get it published somewhere where you can get more eyeballs on it, build your brand up, but then also potentially book actual paid jobs through that amazing work that you've produced. Exactly. Okay, I want to ask you a bit more about your work because you are a photographer and you're very, very talented. And I just wanted to ask you like what your favorite camera is. And I've got a few quick fire questions. So can you tell us a bit about your work? Okay. Um, my work personally as a photographer, <laughs> uh, it's very, I would say feminine as well. It's a little more colorful than kind of what I go for with the Atlas aesthetic. Mm -hmm. um, I like very dreamy, airy images. And I have shot a lot of weddings in the past. I really enjoy portraiture. And I'm, I'm moving less towards fashion photography these days with my personal work just because it doesn't resonate with me as much. Mm -hmm. um, I, I have a certain satisfaction of giving clients like photography work that really makes them appreciate having those images long term and I feel like fashion photography is very like cyclical like mm -hmm. those images might not be relevant in three months versus mm -hmm. like versus a wedding photo or a family photo or a portrait that you can keep forever but that's just for my personal work I do think there's a lot of validity in the fashion photography world I'm just moving away from it less in my own personal work that's really interesting because I've noticed that and I love your portraiture and your wedding photography and I think you're really talented and I think that it all kind of almost shows up in your wedding work and in your portraiture the fashion attention like the fashion um, work you've done in the past you can see that in your work and I think it will make you a much stronger photographer because of that. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask a few quick fire questions. I'm asking these to like everyone. So what is your favorite camera? 
So I just invested in the Canon 6D Mark II after spending 10 years shooting on the Canon 5D Mark II. (laughs) And I'm really loving the upgrade, but the Canon 5D Mark II really served me well. Oh, that's that's amazing, because that's a long time to go with one camera. Yeah. (laughs) You looked after that well, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, um... I recently um, got myself the Nikon D750 and it changed my life because <laughs> I had been shooting with the D800 for like maybe three or four years and I kid you not, the D750 is so much lighter, it's ridiculous. Oh, I yeah, I am not a huge Nikon shooter, but I do commend them on, you know, the travel ability of their cameras. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... It's pretty easy to pick one of those up. Yeah. And what's your favorite lens? I like the 50mm 1.4, and you can kind of brand that how you will. Like on Nikon, it's amazing. On Canon, it's amazing. Yeah, it's always the same. (laughs) Yeah. It's good, yeah. And what is your favorite time of day to shoot? Shortly after sunrise. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a lot of people's favorite time. I'm never up early enough, though, so mine's always just before sunset. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah. Um, favorite photographer? All of the photographers featured in Atlas. Every one of them. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I love that answer. <laughs> it's a lot of people. Yeah, I'm going to leave links to Atlas and everything in the show notes so that everyone can go and have a look and get inspired because the work on the magazine is always amazing. Um, who is your favorite person to follow on Instagram? I mean, other than you, obviously, um, there's an account called Hello Emily. It's Hello E M I L I E, mm-hmm. and her feed is just straight up beautiful and relaxing and gorgeous. You have an amazing Instagram feed. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Do you have any like tips, like quick, easy tips for people on Instagram? Because that's something that people always want to know more about, and I think you are very skilled with the Instagram game. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Um, quick tips. Um, there are a lot of apps where you can plan out your grid ahead of time. There are a lot of apps where you can automate things and you can figure out which niche hashtags are best for you. Mm-hmm. Definitely use hashtags and location tags because they will help you, um, collect an audience in your region, which may, you know, turn over to paying clients. Mm-hmm. And there's so much more I can talk about with Instagram, but that's a whole separate thing. <laughs> I'm going to drop in and say that my favorite hashtag finding app is the Tailwind app. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. I think you showed me that one, but it's so good. <laughs> yeah, um, I would say Tailwind and Hootsuite are kind of my saviors when it comes to social scheduling for my personal stuff. Okay, that's good to know. Um, what is your favorite shoot that you've ever done and why? Um, I did this bridal lookbook shoot a few years ago and it involved some horses and a tea party and like dandelion fields and it was, it was wild, but it is my favorite shoot. I was working with three models and, and we had like a horse wrangler and probably that one. That sounds, that sounds like my dream shoot. (laughs) Honestly, a little bit. And you kind of already mentioned this, but what's your favorite tool to help you with your business? Do you have any like software you use or any apps you love? I mean, I would, yeah, I would again say Hootsuite and Tailwind are my two big ones. Mm -hmm. Tailwind in particular for 
uh, Pinterest mm-hmm. and Instagram and then Hootsuite for pretty much everything else. Okay. And anything else like, I don't know, financial or just any other tools you use? Um, spreadsheets mostly. That's, <laughs> that's about it. That's fine. <laughs> um, okay. Do you have anything you wanted to share? Anything else you wanted to mention or tell us about Atlas or about your work before we kind of wrap this up? I mean, I think my last remark would just be to honestly keep persevering. If you're rejected, I would say keep submitting Mm -hmm. even to that same magazine, because unless unless you're like deliberately not looking at their style, like if you really, really think that your work suits that magazine, keep submitting and keep getting better because Mm -hmm. you're only going to get better with time and work and energy. So keep persevering. I'm going to add to that and say that there was, I, I really can't remember the, the name of the girl, but when I was doing the, the magazine and working as the editor, I remember one person submitting, I think with each issue, she would submit, she would submit, she would submit. And like most of the time it just wasn't quite right. The skills weren't quite up to scratch yet. She was, I could see she was improving every single time. And then one day an email came in and the work was amazing and just like that she was in the magazine and I remember getting a reply from her saying like I'm so glad I kept trying because it's paid off and like that's just goes to show that you really can make it if you want to so don't give up on submitting just because you've heard no once (laughs) yeah as a creative you're gonna have a lot of rejection in life and that's I mean, creative careers for a long time were rejected themselves, but, Mm -hmm. you know, it's that perseverance that makes creative people successful. Yeah. Okay. Where can everyone find you and stay up to date with you and your work? Uh, You can find me at Megan Brookelman, which is a mouthful, so I'm sure (laughs) Olivia will leave it in the show notes. Yeah. Um, So you can find me at Megan Brookelman pretty much anywhere on Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest, and I blog at MeganBrookelman.com on photography business magazine stuff and wedding stuff and a little bit of baking yeah cool and I'll add links to atlas and stuff as well in the show notes to make it very easy for you to find everything oh yes we're the atlas magazine on almost everything and if we're not you know you'll find us yeah you you type it into google it comes up exactly (laughs) okay thank you so much for coming and speaking to me today thank you olivia Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of It Starts With A Click. If you enjoyed it, please come and let me know over on Instagram at Olivia Bossett. That's my handle. If you'd like to learn more about fashion photography in general, then head over to my website. It's www.oliviabossert.com. I blog weekly all about fashion photography and I also have a huge free resource library, which is full of free downloads. Downloads include a pitching email course, which is a five-part free email course, um, all about pitching. There's an ebook, which is all about using Instagram and Pinterest to market your business. And there's even an email template file of how to pitch yourself. It's word for word. It's the email I use when I pitch myself to brands. So go and get that. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on whatever app you're using to listen. And make sure that you don't miss future episodes because they're going to be amazing. I will see you next week. Bye.